Welcome to Season 3 of the To Health With That podcast, where we break up big topics into small bites. I'm your host, Dr. Amy Newsel, and I'm joined by my dear friend, women's health and fertility expert, naturopathic physician, Kate Namas, to break down infertility, hormones, and the whole baby-making shebang. This week, I want to talk about one of my favorite tools for hormone balance, which is seed cycling. This is an all-natural, nutritive way to nudge your body a little bit closer to where it should be and is especially helpful in high estrogen pictures. So this is not something that every practitioner uses or or endorses. Like this isn't something that you're particularly fond of, is it Kate? Not that I'm not fond of it. It's just that I don't end up using it very often. I find it really helpful for women who have that classic high estrogen picture. So heavy bleeding, often heavy cramping, fibrocystic breasts or uterine fibroids or something like that, where they're really, really just overburdened with the estrogens. I find this to be a lovely, lovely way to balance naturally. And so what we're doing really truly boils down to adding different seeds into your diet at different phases of your menstrual cycle. Simply adding seeds like flax, pumpkin, sunflower, and sesame, which are the four seeds that we use at different times in your cycle can promote healthy hormones by encouraging your body to either produce or detoxify certain hormones. So it's literally using food to either promote estrogen detoxification in the first half of your cycle where estrogens are the highest or to increase progesterone production in the second. Seed cycling really helps your body to find its way to a more normal balance and can help with almost any hormone-related symptom, including things like acne, PMS, cycle irregularity, uh, subfertility, too light or too heavy bleeding, although I think too heavy bleeding is more effective than too light, perimenopause, although only if there's a high estrogen picture, less so if there's a low estrogen picture, and postmenopausal hormone symptoms like low libido or depression. Also. For women experiencing PCOS, it can be very helpful. I would like to note that I use flaxseed with every perimenopausal woman. So that just becomes a part of my treatment plan is to have two tablespoons of freshly ground flaxseed. So I definitely use seeds. I just happen to use them more in that perimenopause. Use them more. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And I think that's a great, great addition for a perimenopausal woman. And I do still recommend seed cycling in that group. It's just, you have to be sometimes careful about lowering estrogens too much if they're already sort of- Late in the game. Late, yeah, exactly. This is not a quick fix. It's not, you know, you're not going to eat your flax seeds for two days and be like, I am totally different person. If you're working to reestablish the rhythms of your body, you have to be a little bit patient and it does take some time. So typically women start noticing changes- Within the first three to four months, but three cycles is really the benchmark, right? Three three cycles, we should be seeing general improvement and reliable improvement where, you know, in the first couple of cycles, there's maybe like, maybe it's better, maybe it's not, I don't know. But by the third cycle, we should really, really see that like, okay, no, this is clearly, clearly better. This simply uses food, so it's safe to combine with other therapies and can help to enhance their actions. And if you have a more serious issue like PCOS, then seed cycling alone isn't going to fix it, but it can help other measures to work better so that your body can really find its rhythm. What we're going to do is days one, which remember day one is the first day that you bleed, through 14, 
which is your follicular phase. We're going to do a tablespoon of ground flax seeds and a tablespoon of pumpkin seeds. And that sets up that estrogenic sort of half of the cycle. And we're switching over at ovulation. Now, if you typically have a little bit longer or shorter cycle, then we might change up the days a little bit, right? So if your if your normal cycle is and has always been 31 days, then perhaps we'd go day one through 15, right? Or day one through 16 even. And then the second half of the cycle is the luteal phase. And in that phase, we're going to switch to a tablespoon of sunflower seeds and a tablespoon of sesame seeds. That's it. it, it that's really at essence, that is the whole thing. So you eat your two tablespoons of mixed seeds every day, according to your cycle, and they can be mixed in with food. It doesn't have to be like this, you know, exercise in seed chewing. Um, The seeds should be ground in a mortar, pestle, coffee grinder, Vitamix, or purchased ground is fine too, and added to smoothies, soups, oatmeal, yogurt, cereal, salad, whatever else, right? It's fine. Also, with these four seeds, try not to add them in other times as snacks because it makes things a little bit confusing for your body. So snacking on sunflower seeds on your flax pumpkin days is probably not going to help your body find its rhythm, at least at first. So at first, try to be a bit of a purist about it. If you feel like a little extra push in the right direction or your cycles have been really off for quite a long time, you can also add a supportive oil to the picture. So fish oil in the first half of the cycle, that that high estrogenic phase, about 1500 milligrams combined EPA and DHA, and then evening primrose oil in the second half of the cycle, 15 through 28 or whatever. And so the pumpkin and flaxseed combo is really potent, first off, to help your body detoxify the extra estrogen that can plague this time of the month. So flaxseed is very, very high in lignans. It's the highest food source of lignans that we have available to us. And they bind to excess estrogen and help your body to eliminate it. The sesame seeds in the second half of the cycle are also high in lignans, but at a lower value. So a little bit more gentle estrogen detox in the second half of the month. And then the pumpkin seeds are really high in zinc, which which helps prevent estrogen from converting to harmful forms of testosterone and also primes your body for progesterone production in the second half of the cycle. And then the sunflower-sesame combo has the lighter dose of lignans, but then it's also rich in zinc and selenium, which helps to promote progesterone. The seeds are also a rich source of some essential fatty acids, and those help as well with the balance between progesterone and estrogen. And seeds should be organic and raw if possible, and ground fresh either every day or two, or ground in a batch and put in the freezer so that they don't oxidize. And that's the whole thing. I mean, that's the whole shebang. And there are some nitty gritties if your cycle length varies from month to month, or, you know, if we're really trying to establish a cycle versus just um, balance the hormone levels a bit. But it's such a simple tool. It's very gentle. It's safe. It's safe if you get pregnant while you're seed cycling. It's not going to harm babies. It's not going to harm anything. And it's really easy to add into a normal daily routine and it's low cost, right? This is an intervention that most people can afford. Awesome. And then once your client gets pregnant, do you say just to eat the seeds as desired without any sort of rhythm to it? I do. It depends on the, yeah, certainly we don't want to maintain a rhythm. So once a client is pregnant, then they've got a whole different process going on, right? Like this whole rhythm goes out the window. So at this point, I either have them eat the seeds as desired, or if they're a little lower on the progesterone side, then they'll have them focus on the second half of the month seeds, right? So some more the sesame and um, 
sunflower, right? Just to really like boost that up. Nice. Okay. That's it about seed cycling. Fun. Thank you for sharing. My pleasure. Thanks for being here. Thank you so much for listening today and sharing your time with us. If you like this show, please follow and maybe even leave a review or like and subscribe if you happen to be watching on YouTube. Visit namesnd.com or to healthwiththat.com for more information about Drs. Kate and me, Dr. Amy. 